This is episode 88 of the Gamer Sushi Show. In this week's episode, we talk about Amazon's Fire TV, Dark Souls 2, and Nick buying a PlayStation 4. Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Jeff. I am Anthony. And I am Nick. And this is episode... This is either, all beards. <laughs> we have all the beards. This is either episode two of Extra Bites or episode 88 of the Gamer Sushi Show. We, I think it's a little column A, a little column B. Well, yeah. A little bit of both. I keep saying I want to do another episode of, of Extra Bites because I think it's it's fun to, to do off-topic podcasts. But uh, Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's... It's fun to talk about, you know, just whatever's on our mind. Mm. You know, sometimes it, you feel limited by games because it's like, well, Amazon said something today that no one's going to buy. That is actually okay. That is actually interesting. So, <laughs> yeah, so, see, that was actually a good segue. <laughs> yeah, because so, that so, just came to me too. I didn't plan it. <laughs> so earlier today, uh, Amazon announced what they're calling the Fire TV, which is going to be their set top box. Yeah. Fire, that, Fire, Fire TV. Fire. So it's their their Kindle. I'm assuming it's Android based. It is. It's it's going to be the same. Like how you know Apple TV Too, is based yeah. off iOS. This mm. is based off of Android, but it's their fork of Android. Like the Kindle Fire is a fork of Android, so right. it's not like going to get regular Android updates or whatever. It's going to be their own version of it, which is better anyway. Because the they'll probably a fork do a of Android job sounds of... like the next George R. R. Martin book. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, they'll probably do a better job of keeping it up to date. Yeah, probably so. Amazon is, I, I don't know, I guess they're, they're pretty serious good about their shit. Yeah. <laughs> they don't just drop stuff, you know? They've also had an, uh, an Android app store on Amazon for two or three years now. So they've been like slowly working their way up to this because there's the, um, you can, get, you can get, get apps for the Kindle Fire. So I think it's just the same ecosystem. Like the apps that work on the Fire also work on the Fire TV, which is a pretty good deal. I mean, that's actually something you can't say about the Apple TV and the iPad because the Apple TV still doesn't have like, it has, it, yeah, it just comes with the, the Apple TV apps that are built in. You can't download. The interesting thing about the Apple TV, I feel like, is, is that it does obviously have an API, though, because there are apps that come out for it every few months. You know what I mean? Like mm. CBS will come out and Crackle and HBO Go and then like MLB and the WWE Network. So it's out there. But it's just like they just give it to select people, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, right, right. Because other people are writing apps for it, but it's not like an open. I don't know. It sounds. I. I don't. It's weird. I don't. I don't know why they don't just. Why don't like at WWDC this year they don't just go boom? Here is the Apple TV API, right for it. I mean, it's iOS based. Yeah. Right? Or like, or like, launch an app store for the Apple TV or something. You know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, like the same. But yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> This Fire TV, it's a what competitor for Roku, Chromecast, right. and uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, and and so so out of the box, it does like the interesting thing is even though Amazon Prime is like their big deal, out of the box it does Netflix, Hulu Plus, uh, ESPN, and apparently Showtime has a yeah, a but not movement. HBO Go, but not HBO Go, which I think's a kind of a big deal. I feel like that's kind of a system like. System seller, quote unquote. Yeah, that's a killer app. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is, and it's very funny because on their little like, I looked at their product page, and you know how they have like those charts that are like, 
this, you know, like this can do this, this can do this, this can do this. And it has like the check marks, you know, to like signify this is a better system. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's got a quad core CPU check mark over the Apple TV, which is only a dual core or whatever, you know, like bullshit that like actually doesn't matter. Right. Right. But then they have all the all the things and and it has every single one except no check mark on HBO Go, mm. which I found it interesting that they even put it oh, on the that. chart. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's the only black eye. And they put it right, Nick, they put it right dead center in the middle, too. Not even, like, at the bottom Mm. where you might forget about it. It's, like, check, 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 blank spot, check, 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 check. Yeah, like, it's obvious that it's missing something. Right. And no WWE Network. Fuck that. (laughs) Well, and so the other big, big deal about this, and which is, you know, how this sort of makes this on topic for this podcast, is that it actually is going to have gaming. And this is why I think it helps that they've already had their Android App Store in place. There have already been forty dollar controller, right? So a forty dollar controller that looks decent enough, um, and you can play all those. Looks like a third party, like yeah. Logitech PS3 controller, right? Right. Which you know, not that's yeah. not so bad. Not bad. It looks um, like a Wavebird controller, <laughs> or and, that, yeah. And probably, honestly, what it is is it's going to eat the lunch of the Ouya, which was apparently a terrible system, uh, and that never really reached the success. Like it was more people were more excited about the idea than the reality of it. Yeah, I heard that they they've stopped making hardware. The, I didn't oh, even yeah, know yeah. that. They're just that software. Me. I mean, it was it was apparently a complete piece of shit. Yeah, like nobody yeah, was launched happy with very it. poorly. The yeah. controller didn't work. I think unless you like turn the system on its side or something like that. Yeah. There was a lot of weird weird problems with it. Yeah, but so that's the thing. Like they can eat. They can destroy the need for an Ouya, and it's not even like the main thing this this system is going to do. Like I feel like. In this situation, gaming is sort of just like a nice extra if you feel like gaming on it, but you could ju- just use it as a streaming box and never even worry about games, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. But at the same time, they put that in there because I think there is a fear mm-hmm. that Apple is going to do something in this mm-hmm. market soon. Right. And it's scary whenever Apple focuses in on your market. <laughs> yeah. When the, the, the eye of the turn, we have, The eye of Apple turns its attention... <laughs> But I mean, yeah. it, does, it, it's, it sounds like a neat thing it's just I mean with I already have access to all these things anyway so it's right. not for me I'm sure yeah, I'm know, not buying one yeah me. I mean well, that's the thing it's like oh that's really neat don't care <laughs> it looks like it also does the, the same kind of screen sharing so like if you have a Kindle Fire tablet you can any anything that you have on that you can mirror on, on the oh that's okay that's yeah. good because I was going to say like AirPlay to me is the one of the most killer apps. Yeah. Like apps. It's not even an app. But like the fact that from my phone, from my iPad, and from my laptop, I can just share whatever's on the screen mm-hmm. is amazing. Like we, we, uh, when we watch True Detective, like we, and I don't know this. I don't know if I should say this oh, on the air. Yeah. No, it, basically, it was, it was the, the, <laughs> the season finale, and HBO Go was just broken. Yeah. Like, on its knees from everybody trying to watch the show all at the same time. So we sat yeah. around for a little while and we tried to be patient. And then finally, one of the people in the room was just like, you know, I know this site where you could go to where you could probably stream it. Right. Um, and we found it and, and did like screen sharing that way. Um, yeah. And I, and I, cool. yeah. And we, str- we strum, str- strum strummed it, it, strummed it. Uh, we strummed it uh, <laughs> illegally and, uh, and Apple and airplayed it to the Apple TV and it worked flawlessly. And it actually looked pretty. Mostly. The quality it was, was pretty good. Yeah, yeah it wasn't I mean, bad at all. I, I mean, uh, so yeah. 
I watched it on HBO as it happened, so just yeah. like on the actual channel. Yeah, I mean, I actually I subscribe to HBO, so I actually don't. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just have HBO Go. So I just it was one of those things like like I love HBO Go, but that's one of the things that scares me about like the all digital future is like when something's super popular, it doesn't work. I think that's the first time that they've had that problem. Yeah, I know. Yes. I think it is. I bet. I wonder if it'll happen on Sunday. That's actually what I was just about to bring up. I'm mm. a little worried about Sunday because, I mean, if anything, like Game of Thrones is at a fe- fever pitch right now. And, yeah. uh, Surely they have learned from their mistakes and have bought some more infrastructure in between. Like, you know, like what, a month in between. Look, guys, WrestleMania is Sunday. I'm worried to death that the network is going to, like, die. Oh, because oh, because they've never only, had to deal with this yet. No, they've done some. Sm- they've been doing like a weekly show, like live, a little small one. Try to prepare for it, mm. and they've been working. They said like they've said they they know, and they said they've been working like nonstop to make sure that it's a smooth experience. But like they're anticipating a ton of people signing up like that day because people are just assholes and they always wait to the last minute. Right. Yeah. Um. So they're like dealing. They're planning on dealing with that, and they're also planning on dealing with just the incredible bandwidth of like you know a million people trying to stream something live happening right then. So I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there'll be some problems with it. I mean, Keep your uh, browser fixed to Twitter for all of the updates. <laughs> While you melt down on Twitter. Yeah, this is my second meltdown in a week. Yeah. And then you have to like drive as fast as you can to the closest sports bar so you can <laughs> catch Yeah, which is like the wing house, which is like thirty minutes away. Jeez. <clears throat> That's too bad. So, See, I can now. just walk up to Buffalo or uh, Big. Well, I mean, there's closer ones, but like, there's a Hooters up the street, but I don't think they play it. <laughs> you just run into the Hooters, just like I don't care about your breasts. I want to see see World. Well, no, no, no. I will always care about their breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that volunteers on the Super Bowl to be like, I'll go get the wings. <laughs> oh, Anthony. No, then I come like, back and I'm like, Markel, we need to go back. We need to ask for Valerie. She looked like she had a lot of talent. <sighs> Oh, <laughs> so back to the Amazon Fire TV. Um, Fire. It's going to have Minecraft and The Walking Dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, I mean, right out of the gate. That's that's a pretty solid. Like, another Minecraft device, yeah. yeah. Well, everything has to have Minecraft, man. Yeah, I know. It's like ubiquitous Minecraft now. Like, it's insane. It's so it's so weird. It's it's because I mean, I know we talked about this before, but it, how it's just become this like thing that. Like my nephew like do. sent me a message. He always, every time he sees me on PSN, he's immediately like trying to get me to play with him. But he's like, send me a message on PSN, and he's like, "Hey, uh, play Minecraft with me." And I'm like, "I don't have that." He's like, "Buy it." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, it's not that. How, not how that works." So. Yeah, but yeah, people, these like kids do crazy stuff. I mean, hey, hey listen, it's, I guess it's better than like just vegging out in front of the TV or doing whatever. It's like, like Lego, being it's creative. Like but um, yeah, I don't know. Minecraft has. It, it started off as like this super like I don't want to say like cult, but like it was like this like super like nerdy mm. like people just had the beta and it was like the like dark recesses of the internet type thing, and then now it's like it's the most popular game for six year olds or twelve year olds. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, like, yeah, it's just like ubiquitous. So weird, so weird. Uh, but yeah. So all this basically comes down to the fact that uh, we need a streaming gaming system released by Nintendo where I can play Super Metroid. <laughs> this is. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be pretty great. Like, uh, if, if Nintendo is just like, you know what, guys? We're sorry about the Wii U. We've decided to make this uh, nostalgia device. <laughs> mm-hmm. we've I'll given, pay them. We've given up on modern gaming. Here's all the classics you love. Like, here's a, here's a, here's a like $79 set-top box or whatever it is. $99, $49. I don't know. I don't care. And it's a monthly fee, and you get to play every fucking nintendo set like you get the whole fucking everything every nes snes sega genesis turbo graphics you get it all mm-hmm. and you pay a monthly fee it's like netflix for video games or spotify or whatever i would i would second look, man nintendo's got me by the nostalgia balls all the time like anytime they want me i'm there for you know like i saw a headline that said there are six Mega Man games headed to 3ds in may like some of them are nes some of them are game boy color games or game boy games um, and I'm just like, yes, yes, like, like I will probably buy at least one of those, you know, like everything that was on the NES, I just immediately am like, yeah, please, or the SNES, especially the SNES. 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 Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> this is kind of a weird aside, but did Eddie send either of you guys the um, start screens from it's it's this YouTube video that's oh yeah it's all eight the start hours long ev- or mm-hmm. nine hours what? long. I saw and that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's every start screen for every Nintendo and Super Nintendo game. Wow. I did and not see this, no. It's I I just kind of had it on in the background while I was working one day. For like a good 40 minutes, I had it on. And uh, But it Here's was funny, right Eddie one, pointed out, he's like, man, people used to really care about start screens. <laughs> like Some of them are pretty, like the one for the Aliens game, it's like a whole like video. Mm-hmm. Like this whole like there's a spaceship and there's music and it's like and that's just the start screen like the start screen was well, because like it, it was like back, back then it was still like the arcade thinking of like the attract mode where they were trying to get mm-hmm. your attention when you walk by and for, mm-hmm. you know it translated to that with the NES totally you know? I feel like Japanese games are still good about you know like modern Japanese games still have have start screens that are interesting that's true that are like, showy that, yeah. yeah. There's like if you just leave it sit still for a second, some like amazing thing will happen, or like a story. It'll give you like some story stuff or whatever. Right. Whereas like most uh, Western American. games just do like you know just studi- like studio studio start. and then the menu. Yeah. yeah studio studio Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, please press start to Skyrim. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like four options, and there's like maybe, maybe it's like written in graffiti, and maybe there's some weird like ambient noise happening, and like well, I that's the. The Final Fantasy X HD thing, and I, I put it in last night just to you know, make sure the disc worked and everything. And um, like that's the one where like it starts playing that like, piano music, and like while the credits are playing, you see the opening scene of the game. You yeah. Know? And like uh, that's just the attract mode, like the start screen right there. So yeah, yeah you're right. It's, uh, yeah. So I know we've actually like stepped away from from the Fire TV real quick, but I was just looking. Um, I noticed that they support Flickster. And Flickster is the site that most movie studios use for their ultraviolet, like digital stuff. So that would actually be the only device where you could watch ultraviolet stuff on a TV, because the, the so that's actually kind of interesting. This is the this goes back to the uh, uh, what's it called, the Sarah Marshall. What's her fucking name? That oh oh you Veronica Mars yeah yeah Veronica Mars like that was like a big. Y'all talked about that last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where you know, people hate Ultraviolet because Ultraviolet is terrible. Um, Flickster is maybe the best option 
out of a lot of bad options for ultraviolet. The only downside is that right now you can only watch it on tablets and phones, which, or, or on a computer. So, I mean, that's kind of (laughs) silly, but yeah. So I think this will make the fire TV, the only TV, TV box that would let you watch Flickster, which is right. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know. It has some selling points. It's not nothing that would convince me to buy it. Um, just like I wouldn't buy a Roku, but or honestly an Apple TV because I don't really need an Apple TV. But I don't know. I don't know, dude. I bought one just kind of on a whim, and I've been nothing but happy with it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, like with with my setup, an Apple TV would would work well. But um, I also already have like you know I still have my PS3 and Xbox 360 and the gaming PC. So, like that's the thing. If I can't, if there's anything I can't stream from a PS3 or 360 app. I can always just go to the website on the gaming PC and watch it that way. Yeah, that's true too. I just like the easeability, like the like easy, like uh, plug and play whatever mm-hmm. of of the PS4 and the Apple TV. When I like, I I can through like I have a PS4 and an Apple TV now, mm-hmm. and and basically it's got the, between those two, it's basically everything. Like. I got the Amazon on the PS4 that's not on the Apple TV, and I have the HBO Go on the Apple TV that's mm. not on the PS4. Right. Like those are the the main two like holes in right. each system. Yeah, they they each they complement each other nicely. Exactly. Yeah, the H- so. now that HBO Go is on the PS3 and it's coming to PS4 soon. Like I was just like, oh, okay. Like I have everything I need now. Like yeah. you know, I can go in the other room and watch it, but you know maybe I want to watch you know True Detective immediately over right. again. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was I was really glad. And, and you know what? The PS3 interface for HBO Go is awesome. It's it's much, it really is. Yeah, like it's much better than any of their other interfaces. I feel like so, like even on the tablets, it's not. I don't think it's that great. Um, it's a little. I guess it's a little bit better working working with an Apple TV. But I always tend to like the PS3 interfaces for for media. Apps. I think I think a lot of people. I didn't never. I never used Netflix on the 360, but I know a lot of people said it was better on the PS3. Just the interface and the search and stuff like that. Oh yeah, totally better. Oh it, well, the, the 360 eventually got better when it st- when it started originally. The PS3 interface for Netflix was leaps and bounds. But I mean, you couldn't even search on the Xbox One originally. Right. Yeah, no, I remember that. Uh, the PS3 one was leaps and bounds better. Eventually, that Xbox One got up there. But I still always used the either Apple TV or PS3 version. Right. So you know, guys, I'm I'm not sure if or when I'll, I'll get to the point where I'm ready to trade in my systems and get a PS4. Like I still have some games that I, in theory, would like to play on on those systems, but I have not been, I haven't touched them in maybe months actually. Look, I am never getting rid of my PS3. There's just too much on there, mm. like digitally and still physical, that I kept that I would like to replay again mm. one day. That I mean, I just I love that system. Like, yeah, it, well, it turned. It was it had a rocky start, but it turned out to be really great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was humming along in uh, Final Fantasy 13 for a while there, but I've put it down since December, I think, and I haven't picked it up. I need to I need to get back into it before I get forget how to play it again. Yeah, um, that's a problem. Like I. Stopped Lightning Returns to focus on Infamous for a bit, and then I spent like a whole Sunday just playing Lightning Returns again because that's one of those games like there's so much to to do with you know the time constraints and everything that like I once you get into it you can't sort of get out of that groove or you're gonna lose it forever. Um, Well, the other thing is that I actually got an email um, inviting me to a beta of the PlayStation Now. You motherfucker. Which which it said it only talked about the PS3. 
um, which is interesting because I'm pretty sure it's you know it's for both systems. It's for yeah. the PS3 and the PS4. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I haven't heard anything further about that. Um, so I guess they haven't launched it yet, and I'm actually not even sure how much I'll be able to talk about it. I mean, I'm assuming I can, you know, who cares? I'm, I'll, I'll, well, I'm sure we'll end up seeing it on like news sites and shit like that. But yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes because um, that'll be even more digital games to play. Although speaking of digital games, the even though I have a, a PSN Plus membership for like the next two years, the last like three or four months of games have all been things I already own on the PC. Like mm-hmm. DMC, Remember Me, um, Arkham City. Yeah, Arkham City like, just came out. Just on down the line, it's it's all stuff that I've already either already beaten and and finished on some other system, or that I already own on the PC. So that's been kind of disappointing. Um, yeah, like Arkham City is one that I actually um, traded in after I beat it, and then I bought it again later when the the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC went on sale. Right. Um, so yeah, that's one of those physical PS3 games that I've kept and I'm never giving up. Yeah. So I was like, oh well, I'll I'll download it in case the disc breaks, so I can always right. re-download it again. You know, I I always do that. But yeah, that's that's kind of disappointing that like, oh well, you know. But they just released some game for the PS4 called Mercenary Kings, so I'm gonna give that a shot, whatever that is. I mean, I was I was pretty happy that um, Demon Souls was free because I had sold that a while back. Um, and didn't think I was ever actually going to finish it until I ended up, you know, going on that obsessive tear last year. So mm-hmm. it was that was handy, like in that in that sense that, you know, I I still tend to go into PSN Plus and and even if it's a game that I am pretty sure I'm never going to play again, I'll I'll purchase it, quote unquote, purchase it so that I could. Uh, right. Oh, you can always go back and re-download it again. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a good feature. I'm glad they have that. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, if I may talk for a second about. Demon Souls. I would like to talk about Dark Souls 2, if that's okay. Briefly. <laughs> I only and, played an hour last Mitch night. Mitch and Eddie aren't here to scream at you about it. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so hard, you guys. And you know what? It's so hard. And then it's so hard. And it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But seriously, um, I think, and I've only played a little bit of it, um, if you have not played one yet, this might be the one for you because they have. Um, it's not easier, but they've streamlined it and made it a little bit more accessible by explaining some things a little bit better. Mm. And one of the things I really like about it is uh, in the previous game, you could only fast travel. And fast travel, you could fast travel through the bonfires, which are like the checkpoints and sort of save safe points. Um, and you can only fast travel through to some of them. And it, it happened later in the game. Right. In this game, you can fast travel instantly from every single bonfire, um, which is helpful because you can only like upgrade your, like level up and use your souls to upgrade yourself. Uh, you can only do it at one specific bonfire in like the little hub town. Hmm. Um, so you get to a bonfire, and then you're just like, oh, like there's every section has multiple bonfires. So you pick the section you want to go to. You pick which bonfire in that section you want to go to, and it takes you right to it. Hmm. And so that's just it eliminates a lot of the backtracking. You don't have to worry about like, oh, I got to hurry up and get back to this place so I can use my souls, or if I lose them, I might, you know, they're gone forever. That kind of thing. Um, just makes it easier uh, just to travel. Oh, I need to go back to town, so I'll go back to town and buy something and immediately come right back to where you left off. So that makes it just, you know, easier. You know, like, that, that's it's a big concession to accessibility. Right. Um, the game is still challenging. There's um, lots of covenants. There's a covenant you get near the beginning of the game that you can 
enter, and it doesn't really explain, this is part of Dark Souls, doesn't really explain what it does, but it makes the game a lot harder if you do it. Like, it right, like yeah. literally like ups the difficulty to hard mode. Doesn't, the, so, I think I've seen a screenshot of that, but where basically you start, like if you start to join the company, it's like, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, <laughs> like, I think so. My friend texts me tonight, and he's like, I accidentally joined the hard mode in, in Dark Souls. I'm like, are you going to restart? And he's like, no, no, I'm doing really good right now, so I'm just going to wing it. And I'm like, all right, man, God bless you. So so what I've heard as far as like, you know, completely new players go, um, the yeah, the big difference with Dark Souls 2 is that maybe the first like 15 hours of the game are more accessible mm-hmm. and, and maybe would feel easy to players who've played the other two games, but... As it like the because the thing that happens with um, the first two games, as you go on, you start feeling more and more like a badass, and stuff becomes a little bit less of a threat in in a way. Mm-hmm. I've actually heard that that Dark Souls Souls Two sort of flips the curve instead Ramps of ramps it like, up and yeah yeah instead of being really really hard at the start such that it alienates people really quickly, it's it's easier at the start and then actually starts ramping up and getting really like more and more intense as you go on. So that's, that makes sense that they would do that because you don't want to like turn people away yeah. at the beginning. Like as far as design choices, that is probably the only real mistake they made with the first two in a sense. Yeah. Cause it scared people off. Yeah. It's like you play it for an hour. You're like, well, fuck, I'm never going to be able to get past the, you know? Yeah. But if like, you get, if you, if you scare them off after 15 hours, they're a little more invested. They'll right. probably stick with it. Yeah, I mean, like when I the first time I tried to play Dark Souls, there were the stuff that was stopping me was literally just there were two guys that were uh, throwing uh, firebombs at me that mm-hmm. would get me every time, and and they were just like, they weren't even like boss enemies; they were just like these guys, like over a bridge, and for some reason that was just ruining it for me. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I, I don't get to play it for another three weeks, three and a half weeks. So. Which oh is, yeah, the PC thing. Yeah, which is just as well. I mean, because I was playing a lot of Titanfall, and I'm still playing a decent amount of Titanfall. I haven't touched it since Infamous came out. I need yeah. to get back to it a little bit. Uh, I mean, Nick, have you been playing Titanfall at all? No, I got. Well, I got the. Um, I don't know if we want to do this whole thing, but I got the PS4. Uh-huh. Yes, tell us all about that. And after I got the PS4, I haven't touched Titanfall. So. Mm-hmm. What was it like in GameStop buying it? Tell me every detail. So, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, this uh, two weekends ago, I guess it was two, maybe I don't know, two weekends ago or something like that. Um, GameStop is af- offering a deal where if you trade in old systems towards a new system, uh, Xbox One or a PS4, you get fifty percent extra on your trade in. And I haven't touched my PS3 and Xbox 360 in a, lo- a while, mm. especially my 360. I, I, I looked, I don't know if I fired it up or I did something. I don't know, but there were, or there was a game in there that I was like, holy crap. Like, I haven't touched <laughs> my 360 in like half a year, maybe. I don't even, maybe longer than that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and the, the PS3, I mainly just used to watch Netflix over the past few months. Yeah, same here. So, um, so I was like, fuck it. I'm never going to get more money than I am right now for the system. So I had my PS3, I had my Xbox 360, and I had my old uh, 3DS because I remember I got the Zelda edition one. So I had those three systems, and then I had uh, the... Uh, Didn't you have like... Oh, GTA Five. Oh, okay, yeah. 
and then I had the, a Wi-Fi control, a Wi-Fi adapter for my 360. So I and that was basically all I had to trade in. I traded in all that stuff. The guy was nice enough to he like he he did it to where I got extra money for the hard drive on the 360, like separate from the 360. Yeah, like and then I got the the extra fifty percent on the three systems. In mm. total, I got over three hundred dollars to trade in everything. I got like three hundred and eight dollars <laughs> around there. So I got a PS4 before taxes for under a hundred dollars and i was like well this is just stupid of course i'm doing this like the, <laughs> like you would never not do this deal mm. um and then at the same time i got a year of psn plus and i got i pre-ordered infamous and, and paid it all off uh second son and um yeah so i walked out the door and it was like 200 dollars or something total for like the whole thing or two whatever with taxes it was like 250 or something like right, that. right but still that's pretty damn good for pretty you know. pretty damn good yeah and um the funny thing i thought was while i was standing in the store uh waiting for the guy to tally up all the stuff three other people bought ps4s that's while crazy. i was standing there nobody bought an xbox one i mean i'm not i mean who knows? It might have I mean, been, you know, people anecdotal, but yeah, you know. there, there was a guy weeping in the corner waiting. Uh, waiting but but I just thought it was really interesting how many people came in and bought PS4s. Mm. Uh, Especially and while was, you're just standing there. While I was just standing there, yeah. And it, and I mean, Infamous was com- coming out, but like that was about it. Like it was, uh, Infamous was coming out like uh, the next day. So they, they could have waited a day. I don't know. But whatever. So I get it home. And I unbox it, and it's like, oh it's, oh, it's very nice. You got, like, the unboxing thing. Like, the little bit of magic is in there. And uh, fired up, uh, enter all my info. Um, super easy to set up. Super easy to set up. Uh, put in my PSN Plus info so that I can, you know, get all the stuff. And uh, I overall, overall uh, ideas or thoughts... Uh, the UI is much better than the PS3. Uh, I don't love it. It's good. It's not like the best UI I've used. No, uh, it's too cluttered. There's you can't like take off some of those things that are on it, which I like, wish you could. Yeah, yeah, you can't take off some stuff. If you accidentally click something, it goes to the front of it. Which, I mean, I like that if you use stuff a lot, it should be at the front. That makes sense. It, it's really good. But, like, if you accidentally click something once, then all of a sudden it moves to the very front. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want that there. Like, it's... I don't like how if I click way. on, like, the like the, the, the TV video section, I forget what it's called, it's got not just the stuff that I have, but also the stuff that it wants me to download. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. wish I could take that off because then I have to, like, find, okay, where is Netflix? You know, that kind of thing. Well, I also, ha- I also hate that you have to drill down, right? So, like, yeah. if you use Netflix all the time and you never use anything else, that it doesn't the- move Netflix to, no, the, exactly. to the front. It moves the entire fucking TV thing to the front that you uh, then have to drill down every, t- every single time. And, and then if it... And then when you drill down, if Netflix was maybe moved to the top of that, that would be better. But it's still always where it is. It's all, yeah, exactly. That doesn't change. So, um, so that stuff's like a little, nah. And that like, stuff, that, that'll probably get better. But right now, yeah, that is kind of annoying. It's a little weird. Also, like, I feel like 
if this makes any sense, it feels both cluttered and sparse. Um, that makes sense. Because so, since I've seen seen it, know what you're talking about, that makes sense to me. Yeah, like it it it's cluttered all in one thing, and then there's a bunch of just extra unused space. Uh, what else? Um, I, I downloaded Resogun, and oh, so good. I had a lot of fun with that. I had a lot of fun with that. That was that was kind of thing. Like I needed something to play. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get infamous until the next day, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "I'll just do Resogun." I've gone back to it a few times. I need to, I need to actually revisit it because since I got infamous, I haven't played it. But it's it's really really fun. I'm getting a lot of the um, a lot of the old, you know. I used to play all those old like shooter type games, like the side the side scrolling shooters or the uh, or the top down shooters. Um, and you get like a, you get a lot of that nostalgia, but with like really brilliant graphics, like Mm. over the top, like showy off graphics, which are, which are fun. I mean, they, you know, they know exactly what they're doing. Like, especially like when you do a bomb, like, Mm -hmm. like if you look in the background, like it's, it's not just like a wave that goes out, like it affects everything and shit falls down. Like it's, it's, it's really, really cool. Yeah. You know, um, that you, you actually just reminded me that like when I first got the 360, I did so I got it late enough in, in the generation that a bunch of stuff was um, on sale, so I was able to get like Bioshock and one or two other things. But I ended up playing a lot of the games that were included with the system, which are what that um the the diamond matching game, whatever it's called, uh, Bejeweled. No, no, no. Uh, it was something else. Uh, Maybe it was like there was a Lumens was one, and then mm-hmm. there was um, there was a, a like spaceship shooter game uh, that I can't remember the name of, but yeah, it, it like there were like the three default games that came with it were some of the ones that I played the most, and they were all kind of casual. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, like Re- Resogun feels like the that that seems like the the kind of game that should come standard with with a new system. <laughs> totally, like I. It, it sucks because it was like uh, after I bought mine, uh, Dan Dan did the same thing, traded in his 360 and uh, and PS3 for a PS4, and the next day Jace traded in his 360 and his PS3 for a PS4, and um, but Dan didn't get PSN Plus, Ooh. and so I didn't like I wanted him to be able to play Resogun because I thought he would enjoy it, but it's like he couldn't unless he paid paid for a year. You know what I mean? Like. Right. I kind of feel like you. I feel like you should have got Resogun with the system, like yeah. without getting PSN. And what is well, like they give a, you like they give you like thirty days free, don't they? With the P, uh, the, uh, the PSN Plus when you buy it. But don't you? No, but you still have to pay for Resogun unless you get Plus. Uh, no, I think well, there's a card included in there. Yeah, there's a card included in there that gives you Plus for thirty days, and Resogun is free with that. Resogun is free with Plus. So if you oh okay, well I didn't. I guess I didn't. I, yeah, I, I mean, so free, and then like when his thirty days are up, then so he wouldn't then, be able to play the game anymore. That's, right. That's yeah. It, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I guess he didn't. I guess I didn't see the card in there, so I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that he could do that. Yeah, it's okay. got one for that, and one for that. Their um, their video unlimited, and their music unlimited as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Which so, I I just don't want that. Like I just no. delete that stuff. Yeah. Um, I do like their VidZone app, which is just lets you watch like high def music videos. You know? Oh, I actually haven't checked that out yet. Yeah, that's pretty neat because, like, I mean, it's it's better than YouTube because everything is really you know clear. 
mm-hmm. and everything. And I, it was one of those things like I brought Markel over and I showed her and I'm like, look, when we're married, I'll teach you how to use the, the PS4 cause, so you can watch these music videos so you can watch Britney Spears. <laughs> and then Mumford and Sons. Yeah, when um, well, actually when the day after I bought my PS4, um, I uh, I was going to a concert that night or the next night and yeah yeah so about the PS4 on Thursday and then Friday uh, I was going to the see the Toadies at the Troubadour and Michelle was coming over and she was she wasn't going to the show she was tired and just wanted to like because she was had been up for a million hours and whatnot. So she just wanted to like stay here and uh, watch uh, West Wing on Netflix. So I actually had to write down instructions <laughs> on how to use the PS4 on a sheet of paper. And I left it like I left it with the controller like on the bed. I was like, this is how you do it. Here's the controller. <laughs> and then went to the concert and just hoped that she was going to be able to do it. Yeah, because it's not like it's not complicated. But if you've never used one before, it's like, well, you know. if you don't know inherently that like X and square are like confirm These. and deny. Do you know what I mean? Like if that's yeah. not just in your head, then you, any button couldn't do anything. You yeah, know what, you know what honestly, I mean? like I'm so used to using the blue, uh, the Bluetooth controller with my PS3 that if I have to control a PS3 with a, a PS3 controller, I'm, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> like everything is ruined. I, I accidentally stopped movies halfway through. Oh, I would always yeah. try to like immediately show people how to like use the controller. I remember the most annoying thing was when you would like have somebody new play super Mario world on the SNES and they would use the A button to jump instead of the B button. And remember, the A mm-hmm. button was the spin jump in Mario yep, World. Yep. And, and so it, you couldn't go as far every time. And they could never make it over any gaps because that's not for that's not what that's for. And I'd be like, no, use the other button. Use the other button. You're gonna die. You're driving <laughs> me crazy. <laughs> oh, so actually, since we're on controllers, I haven't talked about this. Uh, since Wait, we're talking, I'm talking about overall things. Um, I really, really enjoy the controller a lot. Really good. Um, it's so much better than the PS3 controller. It's not even funny. Um, Which is it, interesting because it doesn't look that different. It, it doesn't, but it feels better in the hand. It has a better weight. Like I feel like every aspect of it, even like the little touchpad, like feels nice. Like it, touchpad is nice. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. I was like, this is going to be annoying and stupid and gimmicky or whatever. But like on Infamous, like I don't even mind it. Like I'm like, oh, I got to slide it open to like break the lock to let the I people out of I don't, the jail. I don't know if you guys talked about it last week. I haven't listened to the podcast yet, but um, I, I kind of don't hate. I don't like it, but I don't hate the Infamous spray paint thing. It's kind of neat. Like when you turn the controller and then like oh, wait, rattle, I don't think and this, they talked about so that. tell us tell us about the spray paint thing because yeah okay so there's like little things you come across and you have to spray paint you know like a mural or whatever and it like it lowers you know the the dup the enemy's control over a territory so you go to it and it tells you to turn the controller sideways so you do and then shake it and you shake it like a spray paint can and then the rattling comes from the speaker on the uh on the controller, hmm. so that's kind of neat. Yeah. And then, Which, by the know, way, the speaker on the controller totally freaked me out at first. <laughs> oh my god! On Resogun, it is like, oh my god, what is happening? Yeah, so, I was and then, really weird. And then you like, you know, he's got like a little template, and you just like hold the R two button and you spray like that over where you need to go. You just sort of like basically follow the the lines, you know, color, like what was it called? Paint by numbers. 
um, you kind of do that, and then yeah, it's like a, they, you put up a stencil, and then you yeah. paint. Yeah, it's so like you just uh, do that Banksy. A times. There's no nothing to it, but it's just the act of like doing it every single time. Like at first time, I was like, this is gonna be annoying, but every time I was like, this this isn't bad. Like it's it's not really immersive, but it's just it's kind of it was kind of a neat thing. I did not hate it. That's, so yeah, and that is interesting that it's like. Um, because that one of the things that was the worst about early PlayStation Three games, especially like playing them later, is you're like, why, why the fuck do I have to like balance the with axis. the controller? Yeah. All that, all that God. shit. Oh, those were so awful. Like playing Uncharted One, like many years later, and you're like, what? Oh, I'm walking on a log and I have to balance with my stupid controller. You're kidding me. So I'm <laughs> glad that that didn't last. Yeah, that was really dumb. I really, what was it? Oh, also in Uncharted, you, that's how you threw grenades, which was even worse. Oh yeah, yeah. terrible. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the um, yeah, the spray paint stuff isn't bad. I guess do we should we talk about Infamous? I guess we've kind of just yeah. like segued into it. Um, yeah. uh, uh, Eddie had a lot of hate for it last week. Well, not a Did lot, he? but like a little bit of hate for it last week. Um, I don't disagree with a lot of the stuff he said. Uh, the platforming is kind of floaty. When you're on the ground, the game slows down a lot um, and you feel a lot less powerful. But I feel like a lot of things change when you get the neon power. Yeah, um, one of the things I've noticed uh, that helps is um, if you stay on the ground, you're right. You get really vulnerable. You need to use your verticality in that game as much as possible. Like, go up high, shoot them from below, come from below with that like fist, you know, uh, fist to the ground, like punch thing, <laughs> like things like thing. that really help you. Yeah, that that um, that's what I always I would always try to do. Like even when I had smoke power, I'd try to find a vent to get to high ground. Like I never wanted to be on the ground because I like, get the the game is not good when you're on the ground. Like it's, yeah, and the the power you get after neon, I don't want to spoil it, but like it's even better for like going vertical than neon is. So okay. it's really good for scaling a building really quick, and it's such a unique power like and even the neon like I'm, I'm glad they're not doing just like the elements you know like lightning and fire and water and you know they're doing like neon and smoke and the other one that i can't say <laughs> and then the the, the 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 villain uses concrete you know like right i was like the, I, was, I like that they're doing things like that that's kind of neat so yeah but no but it, what you're right about the controls they're floaty like infamous is kind of like that and i've played already like two games and a dlc so I'm kind of used to it, so I'm more forgiving of it. But I had those same kind of like bitches, you know, bitched about it um, when I played the first one. Mm-hmm. So. so, I mean, it's hard for, for me to know what game would be a system seller for the PS4 for me now. Like, I think... Destiny. Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs, I don't know. The, the, Destiny. The, the low resolution footage for Watch Dogs was not reassuring. Uh, I know that's the other sy- systems, but still, it's just kind of like... Destiny. Yeah, so so part of my thing is that I still feel like I need to finish off the handful of games I have left that I'd really like to have finished on the other generation before I trade it in. Also, I should probably wait until I'm not unemployed, so I'm not you know spending money irresponsibly. <laughs> Cannot fault you for that, sir. Right. Yeah, right. that's no, that's actually a really good idea. But what you should do when you get the job, yeah, day one, just go fucking blow all your cash. <laughs> That's what I would say, kids. This get, is get, this get is advice job, from an old man. Blow I'm 31. all your savings immediately. Yeah, you know what? As a present to yourself. <laughs> As a present, I got a job. I don't need no savings. I don't That's need right. Savings. What is that? 
We'll see. I mean, I, I, I'm still like open to the idea, and obviously, it, I'm sure GameStop will end up doing another one of those trade-in deals where you get like extra credit for trading in. They they do those every couple months. So. Man, they're doing. I got forty dollars for trading in Infamous, and they're doing that until April twentieth. Yeah, I'm actually going to do that. I'm going to beat Infamous before the 20th and then trade it in. And I'm probably going to trade it in for cuz I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure AC4 is uh $45 used. So I'm mm -hmm. going to trade it in for AC4 and essentially get it for $5. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's um, not a bad deal at all cuz I mean after I traded in Infamous it was like, well, I just played that game for 20 bucks basically. Yeah. Oh. Right, yeah, and it's like for twenty bucks, it's not a bad damn game. I already had ninety dollars in credit at GameStop anyway from like Christmas, and then when I traded in my three sixty, so I'm you know I'm cruising. I'll buy some like three DS games. I think Mario Golf comes out two days before I go on my honeymoon to New York. There'll probably be some downtime while Markel is shopping. <laughs> I'm gonna play me some Mario Golf, man. <laughs> man, have we did we have we talked about this on the cast or was it just in the email? Talk about what. Mario Good. Golf on the GameCube. I played oh, the God. fuck out of that game. Like you know, who, you know who made that game is the people who made Hot Shots Golf three and four. That was on the PS2, and that game I played the fuck out of. So then, of course, I played the fuck out of Mario Golf because that game was shit. I I it kind of came out of nowhere. I don't even know why I got it, and I don't even know. I don't know anything. I don't remember. It was I was in college, and 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 Mark had a GameCube. And I guess there was just no other games out, or I don't know what the deal was. But for some reason, I was like, nah, man, I'm going to try this Mario Golf thing. And it really got its hooks in me in a yeah. big, big way. Look, like, it was just put, really good. You put RPG elements in a golf game, and I am all fucking over you. <laughs> like, I love that shit. Like, I was and, so and, surprised. I loved Hot Shots Golf 3 so much. Me and my little brother, we would like, because back then there was no internet or whatever, so I would like, I'd take my memory card over to his house because you could save your like great shots. Mm -hmm. And I would like take it over and I'd like put it in and be like, look at that motherfucker, 253 yard eagle, beat that. You know, and so we would like challenge, I'd call him at like two in the morning. I'm like, I just got a hole in one from 178 yards. Suck it, you know. And so, yeah, because it was like, those, oh, keep going. Oh, no, I was just saying, so, and those people are the ones who then made Mario Golf, and when I found that out, I, okay, it's mine, I'll buy it. Yeah, I, I was really surprised. I just, I just loved, like, the, I don't know, I just got really into, like, no, I need to line up the shot, okay, the, like, the wind is there, and, like, I'm doing the thing, and it's, like, I gotta do, all right, cool, and, like, almost became, like, a puzzle game more than, like, you were playing golf, like, I don't know, it, yeah. It, 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 I don't know. I really, it, really like it. It was exactly it. the right level of like kind of arcadey and kind of realistic. Totally. You yeah, know? it was totally arcadey. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. That was great. So wait, that, that's coming out on 3DS? Is that what that is? Yeah, Mario Golf for 3DS. God uh, damn it. 3DS think, is like kind May of rounded in to be a pretty good system. I think May 1st is what I want to hear, is what I want to say. Uh, May the 1st, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, May yeah, 2nd. Uh, day before my wedding. Yes. Rehearsal dinner and then stopping at games. Yeah, stop. I think it's going to be... <laughs> so I think that's that's all we're going to have for this week. Um, if you would like, you can go on iTunes and, and rate and review the podcast and give us between seven, five and, stars. seven and 800 stars, or five if you, if you must. Um, we always appreciate Give us all the stars. It. We read your reviews and, and, and print them out and hug them to our chests and fall asleep. Uh, with them at night 
Maybe that's just me. Uh, I put them on my fridge. You put them on your fridge? Okay. Yeah. Immortalized forever. Um, if you want to follow, follow Gamer Sushi on Twitter, it is twitter.com slash Gamer Sushi. If you want to follow me, I am twitter.com slash unsquare. I'm twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore. I'm twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. And if you want to follow Eddie, he is twitter.com slash Eddie Rivas. And Mitch is twitter.com slash MI7CH. Um, you know, it's funny we said we might have a, an off-topic podcast, but we didn't really uh, wander from the topic that much. We were mostly no. talking about games. No, so. top. Pretty stayed on topic. topic. Pretty, pretty stayed on topic. So we'll, we'll, I feel like we'll definitely have an Extra Bytes podcast again sometime soon here. Soon, very soon. soon. Yes. <clears throat> we'll be very, it'll be very exciting. You'll all love it. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the cast, guys. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Thanks for Yay, stopping. Cast. Bye. Yeah.